Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hello, you. That's right. We're fangirling the Netflix series You Today. Uh, Penn Bagley stars as Joe, who's a super nice guy. Okay, really, he's not. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Joe and his issues and what we like and what we don't like about him. I don't know. The killing of people is probably one thing we don't like. I'll just go ahead and give that spoiler alert out front. Um, there are going to be spoilers in this episode, but they're not going to be right up front. We're going to kind of talk around things in a general manner at first. I'll give you a total heads up when we plan on hitting into spoiler territory. Uh, so feel free to listen until that point. Or come back and listen to us again later. And uh, yeah, let's let's do this. Now, I keep saying us. Uh, I do have some guests on the show today, and I want to introduce you guys to them. This is Shay and Tanae. They are two best friends who are also huge You fans, and I think you guys are going to love them. So, hey, ladies. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh, tell the people where they can find you online. Shout out their social media handles and uh, podcasts and blogs. And all. And you guys are like all over the place. So go ahead and give us the list because folks are going to want to talk to you and find you after this. Okay, I'll go first. She was quiet. <laughs> you always go first. So I'm just like automatic quiet. <laughs> okay. Hi guys, I'm Tanae. You can find me um, online. I write at lifewithtanae.com. I also have my entertainment site, which is blackgirlviews.com. But you can find me on social at Tanae Michelle, which is my name. Hey guys, I'm Shay. I'm the owner of popcornandtequila.com, which is an entertainment blog. And I co-host a Facebook live show with Tanae called Pass That Popcorn over on Facebook. And you guys can find me all over the internet at at Shay Wiley, S-H-A-Y-E, W-Y-L-L-I-E. Perfect, perfect. All right. Now, uh, I have to tell you, ladies, you are the reason that I started watching you. Are you serious? Yeah. Totally. You guys influenced me. So um, yeah, you did your job well. Good job. Good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. I um, I knew about you, but I didn't, for, for whatever reason, and when I started explaining like, what happened. You guys are going to laugh a little bit, but um, I knew about you when it came out, when season one came out. Uh, for those that don't know, this is there's been two seasons of this series and it is called You, Y-O-U, okay? Um, and it came out, what was it, last year, I think was the first, um, was the first uh, season mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And I don't know where I was, but I was not on Netflix. I wasn't watching it. I totally skipped over everything. I don't even remember it making a really big impact on my social media feed. Like I, I don't remember people talking about it a whole lot, but I also did not know you ladies then. So maybe that was it. I don't know. Um, so so I didn't see it. And then season two came out and everybody was talking about it. I mean, everybody was talking about it. And the next thing I know, you two are having so much fun with this season. You have blog posts, you have memes, you have quotes going on. You had all of these things that were happening online. And I finally said, oh my gosh, 
Shanae and Tanae are basically convincing me I need to go and see this show because I want to know what they're laughing about. I wanted <laughs> to know what was so great about you. So I jumped in and I sat down and I did my, my Netflix binge. And here's the funny part. Here's what I, I found quite amusing on my own end is I started watching it. And within the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of it, it was completely familiar. And I could not figure out, couldn't figure out what it was what the deal was. Well, uh, hello, you is a book that I yes. actually read a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had read the book. Well, and I, actually, I take it back. I listened to it. I, it's a, um, it was an audio book that I listened to because I like to listen to audio books or podcasts when I'm running or when I'm cleaning my house or whatever. And you was one that I listened to. And what stood out to me was that the audio book was very similar to the series. Uh, like the voiceover and stuff, they they did a really good job at kind of matching the two up. So I had already seen this, and I or you know I, I knew the story, but I didn't realize I knew the story until I got into it. Regardless, completely obsessed, binged through the whole season one within like a day, and was ready to jump into season two. Um, who wants to give us a little a little rundown as to what season one was about? Just a quick synopsis. So you so you is basically about this guy named Joe who lives in New York City, and he works at a bookstore. His childhood is pretty messed up, so he's pretty much always looking for love, and it's gone to the point where he's looking for love so much that he becomes obsessed with whoever he's dating at that moment, immediately falls in love with them, and will pretty much do anything for love, and that includes <laughs> killing, which some of you should know by now. And so, yeah, so the first episode, first season, he's in New York City and he does some pretty drastic things to keep his lives going. I think that's I think that's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Uh, What what stood out to me when I first met Joe was uh, a he was adorable and charming and totally gave off the Ted Bundy vibe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was somebody who you were like. You wanted him to be a nice guy, but he's not, oh, but, yeah. he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not, but he's not, not so much. Um, how did you guys get into you? Did you start watching from season one or were you kind of a late bloomer like me? How did this come back? Tell me a little bit of your uh, story for getting into the show. That is so funny that you compared him to Ted Bundy because I never thought about that until just now when you said it. And I also watched that um, the Ted Bundy show on Netflix, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which was also equally as creepy, but even worse because that one was real. But anyways, um, I started <laughs> watching um, during season one. So I did start watching last year and it's so funny because my boyfriend actually started watching it first and then he was like, I'm watching this show and I need you to watch it with me. So then he started over for me and when he was watching it, yeah, when he was watching it, I think he got like midway and and then he started watching, he told me to start watching it with him. And when I first started watching it, I was like, oh my God, why are you watching this? Because this (laughs) is scary. I'm like, this is creepy. Like this man is crazy. But I got hooked. And it's so funny because it's, it's exactly like you said, Patty. Joe is, he like totally gives off amazing vibes and until you really see how like psycho he is. Oh, 
<laughs> he is he's a twisted cookie. He is a twisted yeah. cookie. But like uh like Shay was saying, you know, his it's part of it you can blame his childhood. He definitely had and you see like bits and pieces of that start coming out over the series, over the over both um both seasons. And so we get to see kind of uh he's definitely a damaged, damaged, damaged person. Uh not giving him an excuse to go killing people, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> there there is some background there uh that, that kind of makes itself known as the series uh comes out um but yeah okay what about you Shay did you watch it from the beginning or I did I watched it last year I think unlike you I had a lot of people on social media talking about you at first but I think I watched it because I watched Gossip Uh Girl and I realized Penn was the exact same person and so that's kind of what brought me into it was watching the same character and I literally wrote a post the other day that it feels like his transition from Gossip Girl into you was kind of like really natural because of who he was in Gossip Girl. And I can see him going from Dan in Gossip Girl to Joe. But yeah, I watched from season one. All right. I'm going to like, I'm going to include that link in the show notes because I don't know Gossip Girl. I haven't, another thing I haven't watched. See, I didn't know you guys didn't tell me Uh these things. And uh, (laughs) yes, now I know. Uh, so yeah, I want to read that because I am very curious to see uh, how you describe that. And uh, if anybody else, you know, feels the same way, anybody that is more familiar with Gossip Girl than I am, uh, which I've been told it was a great show. I just, like I said, I, I haven't watched Gossip Girl either. So All right. All right. Good. Oh I'm not God. the only one. I don't know where I was, but I was not there, obviously. Uh, <laughs> what? about this series what about you what about the story that stands out to you that that makes it bingeable is it I don't know is it the actors is it the story is it the content are you guys big uh, like true crime type fans what was it about all of this uh, that 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 has kept you hooked and, and got you so excited about it for me it's the underlying story of his mental mm-hmm. health and then flipping back to his childhood and understanding that he is not what he really seems to be on the outside of it. So like every time they flip back to his childhood, I keep trying to figure out, all right, why is he doing certain things? And then they show you, well, he did this when he was little. Okay, this is why he's doing it now as he's older. So I think the mental health part of it is what really keeps me in it, just because I know it's not a topic that we discuss a lot. And people often think, oh, my God, serial killers are just serial killers. But when in reality is they came to be a serial killer because of a series of events that happened beforehand. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of showing you like what happened beforehand and how he became the person he is today. Honestly, I wish I could give you a good answer. I really don't have one for that. I don't like true crime. I'm like... I have anxiety. I'm a nervous Nelly. Even after I watched the first season, I was like side eyeing my boyfriend, like, you know what? You could be a psycho. I don't know. <laughs> like, did you did you stop me to get me here? Like <laughs> it does start making you like question everything you know about everything and everything that you've put online because Joe is a A plus 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 stalker. Like he found a lot of information yes. about Beck. 
uh, oh, yeah. just from online and, and used that to his advantage. So there was a lot of psychology and probably lessons to be learned from those of us that throw all of our crap out online. Right, right. I mean, it makes you want to go scrub everything down and be like, nope, nope, nope. You can't find me. Oh, but that is not the case. Uh, anywho. Um, yeah, I don't, I didn't have a real reason either. I am not, for the most part, I'm not like a huge true crime junkie myself either. However, I think for me, it was the way this story is written and the way it's told. Um, when it, it always comes down to story with me. I think that's also why yeah. I'm such the obsessive Disney fan that I am is that everything's like enveloped in a story, right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. the way this is this is told, not just the, the book as well as the show, really speaks to me and kind of kept me on my toes. And usually, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at figuring out where the plot twists are going to be and where the, the turns are going to happen. And this one, I couldn't figure it out. This one kept me kept me popping and yes, uh, it's like I you, appreciate you never that. know you mm -mm. never know mm -mm. yeah there was always something <laughs> especially with season oh, two. God. season two was <laughs> insanity oh yeah we'll get there in just a minute um so I think that's what I liked about this one is um the writing was just so well done of course the acting was great too uh th this was the first time I knew who Penn was and uh I love him, and he was amazing. Yes, I was gonna <laughs> say it helps that he's just so amazing at playing his role as Joe. Even with the narration, like you have, he has to be on point with that, and he does a great job oh, with yeah. it. Oh, for sure, for sure. I also really liked um, Elizabeth Layla as Beck. Um, Beck is the the object object of his affection in this first um, season, and I thought she was really great. And then. Who knew uh, John Stamos could be like behind behind that beard and all that, right? That was John Stamos, y'all. Everyone was talking about that. I was like, how do you guys not realize it was him? It looks just like him. <laughs> it was John Stamos with the beard. Uh, so if you ever wanted to know, you guys got to watch. If you if you just need to see John Stamos with the beard, watch you because you're gonna get your your chance there. Um, but yeah, that was that's kind of the, the, the for me. It was it was a whole combination of things. It was really it was well produced series. And since I had read the book and loved that book so much, I was pleasantly um, pleasantly pleased with the way they turned it. They adapted it and they turned it into a film. And it was actually visually what I had imagined. Almost, I mean, the whole thing. Um, this isn't really spoiler territory, but Joe owns a bookstore. And in this bookstore, uh, down in the basement, he has this plexiglass uh, climate-controlled cage where he keeps all of his rare books. Um, I guess he doesn't actually own the bookstore. He just works at the bookstore. Let me correct that. Uh, anyway, inside this plexiglass cage is where uh, these very rare books are held. And that becomes an essential part of the story actually with both seasons uh, that plexiglass cage does uh, play in. And that's exactly what I visualized and what I expected to see from reading the book. So I thought they just did a perfect job at, you know, matching all of the things that, you know, sometimes you read the book and you're like, uh, the movie's a disappointment or the show's a mm -hmm. disappointment. Not in this oh, case. No. This case, I was given, I was clapping wildly going, this is amazing. They did such a good job with it. So I really did like it. Do you have any, do you have any complaints about the series? Is there anything 
that you didn't like in season one or season two in general. And if you're going to give any spoilers, just go ahead and preface it with that. Cause I, I know we might be like dipping our toes into those waters. So um, go ahead. You have my, you have my approval <laughs> to spoil what you need, but just go ahead and make sure you say it. So if anyone's listening, they know to back off if they don't want to be spoiled. I personally don't have any complaints. However, I haven't read the books and I know there's more than one book mm-hmm. or whatever. So I haven't read the books. Um, we have been getting some feedback on po- past that popcorn on, on on Facebook that people were not happy about season two and that they did not enjoy season two. But I really enjoyed both seasons. I personally don't have any complaints, but I don't have anything really to compare it to. Um, I know like book <clears throat> book lovers are really serious about uh, how books are adapted into film and TV. So I feel like it's more of the people who who have read the books that have mm-hmm. been unhappy with how some of the things may have unfolded. But me personally, I loved both seasons and I thought they were both well done. Yeah, I'm trying to find a complaint and I can't think of one. But it could just be the book lovers. Because I know when I read books, I'm like, I don't want to watch the movie now because I know it's not going to be the same. <laughs> I, I didn't oh. see the, uh, I didn't read the second book. I think that's also, I remember when I read the first book, um, going, oh, this is set up perfectly for a series. Like there's going to be a second book. And I think I even like wikied it at the time and was like trying to figure out if she was working on a second book, which she was, but it hadn't come out yet. So I haven't read the second book or the, the I don't know how many there are actually, to be honest with you at this time. So I can't complain about, <laughs> I can't complain about the second series um, or the second, um, ab- uh, the second season, but I can tell you, at least for me from the first season, I thought it was pretty true from what I can remember. And I thought they got it right. So maybe maybe in the second one, they did stray from something. And that's what upset people or concerned people. Um, for me, I did enjoy season one, I think a little bit more than season two. Season two did get a little cuckoo crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it did go a little bit like, I don't know. If I, I, maybe it was that season one felt like it was just on that edge of this could really happen. You know, like this actually could happen to anybody kind of feeling where when we got into season two and guys, this is where we are going to talk spoilers. When we got into season two, things got a little bit more out there and maybe (laughs) maybe we can blame that on Los Angeles because (laughs) Joe Joe leaves (laughs) New York and and arrives in Los Angeles. Basically, he has to run. He has to run away from New York and he comes to Los Angeles uh, because he thinks he can hide out easier there and which maybe he can. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But things also, you know, he kind of got into like the Hollywood vibe of things and he was working on a different on different levels uh than he was used to and and what the sit setup was in New York and I and that might have played into it as well is uh you know there just was a different feel uh which east coast west coast absolutely there is one I thought that was also kind of true it right. made, it made me laugh really hard at the beginning of uh the first episode when you know that Instagram wall and all the instagrammers are doing their thing oh my god right? yes i mean how <laughs> Like yeah, and he's through. walking. Through. How many times have we been there, done that, and, we, and we've been part of that? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it just made me laugh. And I think some people got offended by that. Like, LA people were like, "We're not always like that." And I'm like, "Really? Please, yeah, y'all are. <laughs> <We> are. <laughs> yeah, y'all are." 
Oh, I do. Um, so what do you think about the way things wrapped up in season two? Do, do you feel satisfied? Do you feel like we're, I, we know there's a season three because Penn spilled those beans, but I think just yesterday, didn't oh, yeah. they announce they that it officially? It. Mm-hmm, they affirmed mm-hmm. it. Okay. So there is absolutely a season three coming out. So anyone who was like me and was kind of behind the curve and y'all need to get on this because we're going to be talking about you for at least one more season because we've got one coming down the pipe. What did you think about the way season two ended and and how that set us up or where we could be going for season three? Um, so first of all, we're, we're talking spoilers now, right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yes. So I thought it was hilarious after all the things that Joe has done throughout season one and season two, when he finally realized that love was basically just like him. He, I'm like, who are you to judge, Joe? Will? Because he's Will now. I wrote about that because I was like, this is showing you that men in particular <laughs> can't handle what they did. Yet. He looked at her like, they oh no, you're crazy girl. I'm like, like you haven't been doing this for years. Uh, yes. <laughs> I thought that was uh, so funny too, is that it turns out that the object of his stalking obsession in season two, like flips the tables on him. And she's a crazy stalker too. She's right, just, right. She's, she's pretty bad. much just as bad off as he is. And by the way, that means she also kills people. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the big. That's the big thing that comes out in season two. Uh, you would think, right? Marriage made in heaven. Like this is exactly perfect right. um, thing for the, the two of them to come together over. But season two leaves us thinking that may not be the case. Happily ever after may not be in store for our psycho lovebirds. <laughs> I don't think so because I feel like he's drawn to the nice mm-hmm. girls. And so the moment he realized he she was just as bad, he was like, wait, you're not as nice as I thought you were because he's looking for love and he believes love is defined as one thing. And so now he's like, okay, maybe you're not the person I love and maybe this isn't love if you're as crazy as he's I am. He's like obsessed with the idea of perfection because even love said it to him. Like she's yeah. like, I've been showing you who I am this entire time and you were so fixated on the person, like the perfect person that you wanted me to be. And that's what he was kept saying throughout the season like oh I want to be perfect for you because you're Mm -hmm. so perfect and you're Mm -hmm. so good and pure and so when he realizes that she is just as messed up as he is he's like oh no I don't want this (laughs) this is this is not what I signed up for (laughs) what would Beck (laughs) right oh poor Beck (laughs) all right so what what do you want to see happen in season three where would you like to see this story uh go and are we team Joe or do we all hate Joe like how do you feel about Joe Uh, first of all I'm even scared to say that I hate Joe because what if you're scared <laughs> to say it? First, I'm Team Joe. It's so funny because have you guys it. seen like the meme that's like it's like a clown? It's like me thinking in the beginning of season two that Joe changed his ways. That was me at the beginning of season two. I was like, oh, look at Joe trying to be a good person, trying to change his life out here in LA. And then like at the end of the, at the end of episode one, I was so disappointed because I was like, oh my god, Joe, I thought you were trying to be better. Like, <laughs> what are you but doing? He was. I he did. Well, this is the hard part about Joe in both seasons. He has a soft spot for kids. 
not 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 a gross yes. yeah like not that. a gross creepy soft spot like he wants to help there's there's a couple of kids that he's trying to help because i think obviously his his life and his upbringing was so awful and terrible he's like nobody should have to go through what i did i want to i want to help them right. and so he really like that's the good part of joe that is also where you I do get kind of team Joe. I'm like, oh man, he is. He's he's smart enough and crazy enough to take the risks in order to try to help these, you know, other victims uh, get by and, and and get around and, and beat the system and get mm-hmm. help. And uh, so I wanted to be like, oh, team Joe, team Joe. But then he goes and he kills somebody, or he locks them up in their cages, or he does something. <laughs> and I'm just like, Joe, 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 baby, we were so close, but we can't. <laughs> and Penn actually talks about that. So Penn talks, he had an um, interview and he talked about how he feels like this show is really about how much we're willing to forgive mm-hmm. a white man because we see so many things that he does right. And so you automatically write off what he's done wrong. Because he's doing yep, so much that's yep, right, totally but at the same time he's killing people. <laughs> so it's like, how far are you willing to forgive him? And that's totally me. I'm a sucker for Joe because every every time he kills, I'm like, he had such good intentions. Like he didn't, it didn't mean he didn't mean for it to go that way. Like I'm just like they were annoying. <laughs> he didn't mean for it to go that way. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still shocked that he didn't kill forty. Oh so right. I- I yeah, thought, that because I really felt like he was going to kill 40, like within the first 10 minutes of him meeting him. <laughs> he was just so annoying. And I was just like, please make 40 stop. <laughs> yeah, 40 was definitely a character that was hard to deal with. I mean, but 40 had a big arc. Like he had a big change. He oh, had yeah. a big transformation throughout the course of the season. So yeah, anybody that does. is watching this, uh, not that we just spoiled it for you, but as you're watching this uh, and you hate 40 at first, just give him some time. You'll come around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I really thought at the end of the episode that they were going to do it together because it was like, she's like, haven't I proven that I I do anything for you, and then they get the call from Forty, and I'm like, oh man, they're gonna they're gonna kill her brother together. Really, like, why would they do that? But I was surprised at how that ended. Yeah, see, oh, yeah. this one just it keeps you on your toes. It really did. Uh, and and yeah, guys, if you are looking for something that is gonna just keep you moving and keep you, you know keep you hopping and and always guessing, go ahead and sit down and start watching you. Now I'm going to ask you ladies from a parent movie review standpoint. <laughs> um, and I know you guys have younger kids, so you maybe aren't thinking along the same yeah. lines that I am, but do you have, obviously for younger children, we're all going to say no to this one. Um, right. you, yeah. You, yeah. You know, you is on Netflix. And that's the way I, that's why I'm bringing this up is because you's on Netflix and it would be pretty easy for uh, teens or tweens to feel like they might be able to watch it. In fact, my daughter who is 14, she makes me laugh. She's, she's such her mother's daughter. She wanted to watch it, but she knew she couldn't watch it because I wouldn't let her watch it. So what <laughs> she did instead was she pulled it up and she read each of the episodes descriptions. And, and then she Aww. went online and she like wiki wikied it and found like, you know, more detailed descriptions as to what would happen. So basically she got to get the story <laughs> without 
Oh my god! Just uh, I, without <laughs> actually watching the show, and uh, so from Smart. my point of view, I, I do think this rated R rating is a is a is absolutely fair. I think it's rated R. I, I can't even tell you, but if it's not oh, right, it's it should be. Uh, but I think that's a fair rating for parents to keep in mind. There is some sex. There is some nudity. There is some sexual positions and situations uh, that happen. There is a lot of language. A lot of language. Language of languages, you know, yeah, a lot of language. Mm-hmm. If if language is your big, yeah, there's drugs, there's uh, uh, there's killing, there's blood, <laughs> there's there's all kinds of really really bad stuff in here. That if you as a parent uh, like to uh, modulate and be careful what your kids watch, that's what I would say. Now, if you're a little bit more permissive, if you feel like uh, your kids have seen other shows and maybe this isn't so bad or whatever, I would still go ahead and tell you to maybe watch a episode or three to kind of yeah. get a feel for it and then decide if it's a good fit for your family. Because I do know that there's some folks out there who let their kids watch a lot. Like they can handle it, right? And they're okay mm-hmm. with it. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not telling you it's absolutely a hard pass no um, in this case, but I would say to, to, to screen a little bit at least, if not the whole thing. Also, as we mentioned, there's a lot of mental health discussion um, and suicide I- discussion in this as well because they uh, just, you know, a lot of this... Like if Joe kills somebody, sometimes he makes it look like a suicide (laughs) Um, or or wraps it up in a different way. And so those are all things that uh, you need to be aware of as parents if you're going to sit down and let your your older teens watch this uh, to to know about going in. And so that's my little parent movie review topic that I wanted to touch on real quickly on that. All right. Season three, we know it's coming. And guys, I'm going to put a couple of links for you in the show notes uh, to the ladies' blogs. Uh, they have written a couple of of different things about you that you might want to go and check out. Uh, I definitely think you'll like it. And uh, this has been fun. Thanks for thanks for coming on and fangirling with us. And thank fangirl- you for having us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I hope you'll be back again real soon. Uh, bye, Shay. Bye, Tanae. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you.